We are in Perek Dalid, Mishnah Zion. Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, the Mishnah is dealing with the case of a Yibum situation, what's going to be with the inheritance of the dead brother. So we have Ruvain, and Ruvain has a bunch of brothers, and Ruvain's married to a woman named Rachel, and Ruvain has no children. Ruvain passes away, and his wife Rachel falls out in Yibum to all these brothers. Now one of the brothers, Shimon, gets up and does Chalitza. So the din over here is that all the brothers will equally split the inheritance of the deceased. We're talking in a place where there is no father. The father also passed away. And the Chiddush over here is that we might have thought that since Shimon did Chalitza, so he is less than the other brothers vis-a-vis the inheritance because he didn't uphold his brother's name. So comes the Chiddush over here in the Mishnah that teaches, no, he still is on par with all the other brothers and everybody inherits equally. But if there's a father, so the inheritance goes to the father, as is the rules of inheritance. The, um, if the opposite happens, that instead of doing Chalitza, he does Yibum, so then the Tanakhama, the first opinion is that that brother inherits his, the deceased brother. So Shimon did Yibum on Ruvain's wife, Rachel. So Shimon completely inherits Ruvain. Um, the reason for this is that the Pasuk in, in Yibum says, Yakum al Shem Achiv Ames. That he should be Yakum, like stand up on the name of his brother, the deceased. Yakum, the perush over here for the Tanakhama is Lenachala, that he inherits, um, that he inherits over here the inheritance of the brother. It's like he takes the brother's place. Since he is, um, making a place for that brother and a name for that brother in the world, he also is going to not only get the wife of that brother, but also all of the possessions of that brother. Rabbi Yehuda argues here, and Rabbi Yehuda says, it doesn't make a difference, im yesham av, nechasim shel av, meaning whether he did chalitza, whether he did yibum, as long as there's a, a, an av there, so the av is going to inherit. Um, the reason for Rabbi Yehuda is that Rabbi Yehuda in the verse it says Vahayaha Bakhor? And we saw before that the word Bakhor we um, darshaned out to tell us that it's a mitzvah, the preference in the mitzvah is that the eldest child should do the Yibum. Here Rabbi Yehuda is using it for something else as well, that he has the din of a Bakhor. So the din of a Bakhor is that if there's a father, so still it doesn't make a difference, the father will inherit the dead brother, not the other brothers. So too over here, he has the din of a Bechor. If there is a father around, the father will inherit and not the other brothers. So Rabbi Yehuda argues in a case where there's a father that it doesn't matter whether the brother did Chalitza or Yibum, the father will do the inheriting. And the Tanakhama says it makes a difference. If it was Chalitza that Shimon did, so then the father, if he's around, will do the inheritance. And if there are other brothers, um, all the brothers will split if there's no father. And if there... Um, and if there is a father, the father will um, will inherit. That's all with Chalitza. But with Yibum, even if there's a father, whether there's a father or no father, it doesn't make a difference. Um, according to the Tanakhama, he will, in the brother who did Yibum, Shimon in our case, will inherit everything.
And on that, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, if there's a father, it doesn't matter whether there's chalitza, whether there's yibum, the father will inherit. Says the second part of the Mishnah, so the um, Mishnah is talking over here, in the case of Chalitza, the rabbis decided to um, usher the Cholates, the one who did the Chalitza, on her relatives, and to usher her on his relatives as if they had been married and divorced. Um, so therefore, the Mishnah details for us over here that someone who gives Chalitza to his Yavam, let's say Shim, Ru- Ruvain's married to Rachel, and, and Ruvain dies, and Rachel falls out to Shimon. So Shimon does Chalitza to Rachel. So now Shimon will be Aser on all of her relatives, and she'll be Aser on all of his relatives, just like a husband who divorced his wife would be. And then it details to us that includes her mother, um, her mother's mother, the mother of her father, her daughter, her daughter's daughter, and her son's daughter, and her sister, as long as she's alive. Of course, the sister is the one, um, one of these Arias, that if the, if the woman dies, then her sister becomes mutter. It's only during her lifetime. Um, the Achin, on the other hand, the other brothers, let's say Ruvain dies, Shimon does, does Yibum, or, sorry, Chalitza, Chalitza to his wife, Rachel. Um, and the other brothers, Levi, Yehuda, so they're all mutter. The reason is because we see this brother who did Chalitza rabbinically as if they had been married and divorced. But as soon as one brother does chalitza, we see it as if the zika, it was clarified to us that the zika only only um, devolved on this one brother who did the chalitza. It was not chal, it did not devolve onto the other brothers. Only the brother who did the chalitza, that's what the chalitza clarifies for us. Therefore, the brother who did the chalitza was as if he had a zika, which is a sort of connection of kedushin between these two people. And a chalitza, which is like a divorce. So the rabbis chose to usher um, them on each other's relatives as if they had been married and divorced. But the other brothers, we see um, after the fact that it's clarified to us that they didn't do the chalitza, so they didn't have the zika. So they are mutter to go and uh, marry her relatives, and they're not like her her husband. Of course, they're usher on her. She's an eshesach to them but um, they can marry her relatives, and she can marry their relatives. Um, says the end of the Mishnah talks about, um, sorry, who her relatives that she's also on through him, and that is his father, his father's father, his son, his son's son, his brother, and um, the son of his brother. Says the end of, the, of Mishnah Zion, Mutter Adam Krovas Tsaras Chalutsasov, Asr Bitsaras Krovas Chalutsasov. A person is a mutter in the relative of the co wife of his chalutza, but he's Asr in the co wife of the relative of his chalutza. The reason over here is that the, if, if Ruvain dies, and he leaves over two women, Rachel and Leah. And Shimon now does chalitza to Rachel. 
So Leah was the tsara, she was the co-wife. Um, so her relatives, it's not as if he was married and divorced to Leah, it's only as if he was married and divorced to Rachel. Therefore, the relatives of Leah are mutter to him. But if this woman, Rachel, um, has a sister who was never married, so again, Ruvain is married to one woman now, Rachel, and Rachel falls out in in, uh, in Yibum to Shimon, and Shimon chooses to do Chalitza to Rachel. And now Rachel has a sister named Leah, who's married to some other guy. And this sister named Leah, um, he is Aser too because she is a Krovas Chalutzaso. That's as we saw in the first part of the Mishnah. But even the woman who is Leah's co-wife in her current marriage, he will be Aser too. The Gemara explains the reason is because it's a normal thing that when a woman goes to do Chalitza, when she goes to court, she takes her sister with her. So when the guy did Chalitza, we're afraid that people will think that he did Chalitza to Leah and not to Rachel. And therefore, Leah's co-wife would be um, also to him because like regular Eshazach, just like if any, any, any guy dies and he leaves over two wives... So, and the, the living brother does chalitza to one of the wives, he's Asr in the other one. So, so too, we're afraid over here that since he really did the chalitza to Rachel, but Leah, her sister, came to court with her that day. And therefore, we, people might think that the chalitza was really done to Leah. So therefore, we are going to Asr her relatives because we think that we're worried that people will see that think that this chalitza was done to um, this was done to Leah, and therefore her co-wife will have to be Asr as well. Um, but the opposite is not true. I mean, the first case where we said it was Mutter Adam Bekrovas Tsaras Chalutza, so that a person is allowed to marry the relative of his, um, the co-wife of his Chalutza, because co-wives do not accompany each other to each other's Chalutzas, whereas relatives do accompany a woman to her ceremony of chalitza, a co-wife would not accompany a woman to her ceremony of chalitza. So we won't make any mistake by the co-wife, only by the relative, and therefore the co-wife of the relative becomes Asr. Moving on to Mishnah Chet. Acholet liyevimto venasa achiv es achosa umes. So the case over here is that we're going to have three brothers. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi. And um, Ruvain's going to die, and Ruvain's married to Rachel. So Ruvain dies, so Rachel falls out. So, um, and Shimon now does Chalitza to Rachel. Now, the third brother, Levi, actually marries Rachel's sister, Leah. So now Leah falls out, and then he dies, then Levi dies. And then so Leah falls out to Shimon, who has already done chalitza to her sister, Rachel. So says the Mishnah, Choletzes Philomis Yabemis. He has to do chalitza and he can't do yibum. That's the principle that we just saw. That since this principle of asering the relatives of a chalitza is rabbinic, so Shimon will still have to do chalitza because de oraisa, there is a zika here. But de Rabbanan, we will forbid him to do Yibum because he is not allowed to marry the sister of his Chalutza. V'chein hamegaresh es ishto, v'nasa achiv es achosa umes, harezu p'tora min ha-chalitza u min ha-yibum. 
says the Mishnah, similarly, someone who divorces his wife and then his brother marries her sister. So now we have just Ruvain and Shimon. Ruvain is married to Rachel. Shimon is married to Leah. Now Ruvain divorces Rachel and Shimon is married to Rachel's sister Leah. And now Shimon dies and Leah falls out in Yibum to Ruvain. So over there, the din in the Mishnah is, That's as we saw before, she's an erva vis-a-vis Ruvain, because she is the sister of his divorcee. That is also to him, so therefore she's completely potter, that's a deraisa iser, and so she's potter even from Chalitza and also from Yibum, and there is no falling out at all. Um, the Gemara points out over here that it shouldn't be v'chein and similarly hamagarish as ishto. Because they're not similar. The first case was a case de Rabbanan, and therefore we demanded a chalitza, even though we forbade the yibum. The second case is de Araisa, like the very first Mishnah we saw in the Masechta, that there's an erva involved, and therefore she's potter from um, yibum and from chalitza. Therefore the Gemara changes the text over here to say, instead of v'chein hamagarish is ishto, to say aval hamagarish is ishto. So it should read, instead of similarly one who divorces his wife, the Gemara makes it read, but, meaning in contrast, one who divorces his wife, there the Ptur is the Araisa, so it's Ptur also from the Chalitza. That's the end of the 8th Mishnah.